Some girls just want to watch World Cup. Jeff Dale's another draft day. Dale is top five has 98. I got just love to some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 357. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Jim. And I'm the intern. Yay! The majority of us are back this week. Look who's back. Welcome back, Jason. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Appreciate, uh, we're recording on a Sunday this week. So, Sunday night, which is different. Um, but I do appreciate it. Uh, you guys, uh, changing the schedule. My son has a volleyball tournament on Tuesday. And, uh, so I thought, well, see if you guys can change it up. So I appreciate it. I was out last week. And an- we did. Thank you. Uh, we had an, I had an anniversary last week. So my wife actually said, you can go podcast if you want. I was like, ah, I'll see how they do. And then, uh, you know, what anniversary you were cheating on us with other podcasts. No, that's this week. That's this week. On Thursday, I'll be doing another podcast. So, uh, it's the podcast that I can't talk, that I can't say. Cult of Domesticity? Domesticity? Yeah, sounds good. We're going to be talking about the Jennifer Kessie missing persons case. It's a true crime podcast. So, done my research. I'm ready. But anyways, enough about me. How are you guys doing? I'm present. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not bad. Okay. All things considered. That's right. That's right. Uh, we're, co- we're, uh, we're code purple. In Hamilton. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Code yeah, purple. No, we are. <laughs> we're just red with Basically. a big star. We got a big star on it. Yeah, right. Which star. is purple. Which means we're just waiting for the <laughs> day that they turn it over to purple. Even Which will be Thursday. <laughs> uh, even my wife has said, well, you know, with the election coming up and people being goofy and uh, purple, she's like, this week when we get our groceries, let's get a little bit more. Let's get some more, just in case. <laughs> she's like, how much toilet paper are you getting? Uh, just two packs. We'll get two packs. Um, we have some already in the bunker, so we're in good shape. Uh I got some scrubbing bubbles today at Home Depot, so I was happy with that, Jim. So I have that in the, the bunker. Uh, to which my wife goes, I don't even know if we use scrubbing bubbles. Why do you have that? I was like, well, you know, just in case. My we'll mom, start using the, it when we need to. Clean the tub. Well, I, she uses some was, other stuff. I don't know. I was pleasantly surprised that I was able to find Lysol at Costco on Friday night. Like the Lysol wipes? No, the actual spray. Really? They had four of of it at the the Costco in Florence. 
Wow. Yeah. I've gotten, I've gotten Lysol wipes. Uh, those haven't been that difficult to find. Um, if you actually go into the store and I run in to grab something real quick, I, I've seen it, uh, Lysol wipes. Um, and then again, that's another thing my wife goes, we don't even use them that much. Why are you using Lysol? Why are you buying them? <laughs> She's like, I got you other should be stuff. using them more. She, she has other stuff that she uses. So because like, you're the asshole that just wants to steal, take everything from everybody else who actually uses that's, it. You're going that's to put right, it in the basement, Jim. not use it. No, I will use it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Jerk. In eight years. <laughs> <laughs> jerk <laughs> that's all right i still have some modello down there in the bunker uh modello beer that i bought back in january it wasn't cold because i was like well you know i want to make sure we have beer you know just in case <laughs> i guess i should probably i don't know might as well take the mexican beer because that doesn't matter how that tastes so. i like modello well he had to, he had to get modello he's not going to get corona I've missed you guys. <laughs> no, you haven't. I did. I did. I was ready to jump on last week if there was issues recording. Uh, I was ready. So uh, let's see here. Um, I don't want to go over too much what we've seen. Like, if you've seen something new this week, I don't want to go over it too much because that might be in our top five at the end of the week or at the end of the episode. So um, if you guys have something that you saw this week that won't be in your top five, uh, now's the time. Anybody? Brian, what do you got? Let me double check my top five. Make sure it's not in there. That's a tease. I can I cannot talk about anything that I've seen. Okay. All right. <laughs> this week. Jeff, anything? I, I saw Anola Holmes. The, the movie. Hey! What? <laughs> Am I not allowed to talk about that? Well... I haven't written my top five yet. I'll figure it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. Yeah, no, I, what is Enola Holmes? It's uh, a movie Sherlock. about Sherlock Holmes' younger sister. Oh. Starring uh, Bobby Millie Brown. When? Or Millie Bobby Brown, whichever way those. Is that in the streaming service? No, no, yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. It's a, a movie? Original. Yeah, yeah. New movie came, came out two weeks ago. Oh, okay. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Superman Henry plays Cavill. Henry Cavill plays Sherlock. Oh, was it any good? So, it, it was amusing. I mean, it didn't. It, it was worth watching. It wasn't like a you know mind blowing new take on anything, but mm-hmm. it, it was it was a fun movie. I mean, it, it it was entertaining. It wasn't mind blowing like uh, QB Halloween was. I haven't seen that one, so man, that was awesome. <laughs> no, full, full, not some full. Ah, Shaq was great. In it. Did he, was he Kazam? Yeah, no, he he he's expanded his his, his roles. Okay, Jason, he's not typecast. So he's not steel. <laughs> He's not a he's not a police officer in this Adam Sandler movie. No. <laughs> um, Brian, that went to Kevin James. Uh, <laughs> Who's typecast as police officers and security guards? No, no, no. Truck drivers. Kevin James is typecast <laughs> as an awful and actor. Typecast as an awful actor. Uh, Brian, you know, I liked it better when you weren't here. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I think we'll get to that in uh, listener feedback. Yeah. Wow. We will. Wow. Okay. Well, fine. Fuck you all. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, Brian, did you start watching Transplant? The medical. Uh, I, I did not. I okay. Uh, I thought about it, or we talked about it, but we wanted mm. to finish a couple other things. So okay. It's in. It's in the queue. We'll eventually get around to it. Uh, my wife and I have seen four episodes, I think, and um, we're not into the medical shows at all. I couldn't even tell you the last medical show that we watched. Um, the Ur. Good What's that? That show, Err. Mm, no. Is nope. That nope. The Good Doctor. The Good Doctor. Oh, fuck. That Good but Doctor. Not, how do you pronounce E-R? It's not pronounced Err. Err. Um, it's called an emergency room. That's a different show. Oh, that was emergency. Wasn't that a show? Emergency. Yeah. Yep. No, that's uh, stuff, that, that stuff you take uh, to prevent you from getting the cold. Yes. Um, but no transplants. Okay. Uh, my wife and I like it enough. Uh, it's from Canada. Eh? And uh, it, it's uh, a, about a Syrian doctor that comes over here. And um, he basically saves a the head of a hospital's life, the doctor's uh, life, and that way he gets a job basically because uh, of what he did. And so um, it was, it's good. I mean, it's different than the typical ones. Uh, he's a little bit too Superman like, though. That was my problem with it. Um, he has an answer for everything. It's like, eh, let's have some flaws here, Chief. Um, but overall, it's a good show. Is it better than like what was that Heartbeats or whatever oh, the name God, of that? Oh God, Heartbeat! <laughs> Greatest promo ever. <laughs> God, uh, that like that one one of the first ever floppies for worst new TV show. <laughs> no one saw it, but we just based it on the trailer. <laughs> God, that trailer was awful. Oh, uh, it only lasted- so you're saying it's better than that? Yes, it's better than the trailer for that. <laughs> So, uh, Jim, did you watch anything? Uh, this week, no, this week I didn't. Okay. Uh, busy weekend at work and, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I got caught up on the British baking, uh, show. The Great Brit, is that the Great British Bake Off? Yep. Okay. Uh There, uh, a new episode was on Friday. Other than that, I'll be honest. Watch a lot of sports. We've had a pretty boring week overall. Uh, that's a we uh, we watched uh, the social dilemma. Has anybody heard about that on Netflix? About I've heard about it. Yeah, uh, it's about. I um, haven't. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. It's about basically uh, they interview all these silicon giants, um, the CEOs, and that. Um, that worked for Facebook, Instagram, all of the social media ones, and basically why they're so addictive um and you know is it good or bad for society and all that stuff and uh overall it's bad but uh they it's really cool to see the science of you know how they get people to do it um but you know they try to tell like the they talk to the guy that invented the like button on facebook and he's like you know we didn't try to set off to be like this evil corporation he's like we came up with the like button because he's like, 
he's like, we, we started it just because we're like, let's spread some positivity, like some happiness. Like, hey, we like that photo. He's like, we didn't realize in two years that suicide rates amongst teenagers would go up because they're not getting enough likes, and that's how they equate their value. And he's like, we didn't expect that. We didn't know that. So uh, it, it's interesting, like, you know, they come out with the numbers of, like, suicides. They come out with, you know, political distress, like, um, political upheavals in countries. Basically, you don't need to go to war. You just need to divide the country in half, like we are. And so they kind of equate, like, you know, some of this stuff with uh, social media, you know, fake news. Um, but it's, it's really well done. Um, and then they're like, you know, they, they go back to, like, you know, how what age should kids have phones and be on social media and um you know we have a 10 year old and our biggest thing is our goal is like when he starts driving we'll give him a phone for safety and that you know obviously you can't keep him sheltered forever so like but you know he has friends that have it yeah but he has friends that have phones so we're like oh man and so uh it is funny that like when they interview all these tech guys um, the CEOs of social media, uh, or used to be, they all, you know, quit or moved on, done other stuff. Every single one of them's like, uh, do you have the phones for your kids in your house? No, 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 no. And they're all like, well, what age? They're like 16, 18, 16, 18. <laughs> like it's all, they're all like, no, they don't, they don't need to do it. Cause it does have a bad effect on that age. Cause kids aren't that the mind is not ready for that at that time. So it's a really good documentary, though. Um, if it's on Netflix. just came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, but it's a social dilemma, so highly recommend it. So It's awesome. It just gives us another way to bully people. Yeah. It's even easier because you can, you can do it without them even seeing you or knowing who you are. I yeah. mean, it's just a fantastic invention. Well, they, the one guy's like, you know, if you look at it, like, everybody, like, has a tribe. Everybody has a, a group. And basically, you do want to get you know, recognized uh, for good stuff. You do want to be accepted by them. But they said the problem is when you're on social media, that tribe is now 3 billion people looking at what you're doing. And they said the human mind is not ready for that. (laughs) You can't have, you know, 30,000 people like it and 20,000 dislike it because you're not used to that. Like throughout history, you know, you have a small little group that you accept, you know, you look for acceptance from. You're not looking for acceptance from the whole wide world, and that's what social media does. I was like, that's actually a pretty good point, you know, that that's why, especially in teenagers and young adults, you know, that does factor into it. So, I'm just happy I grew up without without it. Jeez, old Pete. Jim? Uh, and, and it now gave to us social influencers, which are some of the most important people in the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy that uh, social media wasn't alive or it wasn't uh, invented when we were at the bars. Thank God. (laughs) I don't know. We'd have a ton of likes on photos of you, Jason. Oh, shut up. Anyways. (laughs) Did did the guy that invented the like button pay you to say the word like as many times as possible? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Oh, that's another one. I used to like Every you, time somebody says the word like, do you know what I'm going to do? What's that? I'm going to eat some Pez. Ooh, what kind of Pez you got? I have two big variety bags because I bought them hoping that we'd be able to do something with the uh, the corn uh, con maybe. Mm-hmm. But now I just have them sitting in my room, so I'm eating them. Oh, <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of Corincon, we have one e- game of Claim left from Deepwater Games from SourcePoint Press. See that? Claim. It's a good game. Uh, kids and I have played it. Uh, we're giving it away tonight. Uh, we haven't figured out the question yet, but listen a little bit later. And then you can tweet us the answer. The first one that tweets it to us correctly will win the game of Claim. Look at that. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Jeff, I saved you a copy. Anyways. Uh, oh. <laughs> so. No, Brian, you're mean doing? to me. I can't wait till we ask the question and I tweet the answer right at you before we even release this episode. Shut up. <laughs> before, before the episode's ever released, Jim won. Damn it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here. Oh, you mean Hobie, Hobie, uh, uh, Hosts and interns can't win. Damn it. Nope. Uh, I did get the pleasure of meeting Randall Holt again this week. Uh, It was on Saturday. We were dropping off the prizes for the local winners here. And uh, he he actually surprised me. He was in his garage. I was just going to give (laughs) I was just going to give a bag of prizes to his son that was playing in the driveway. I don't know if that would have looked even better. (laughs) Yeah, that would have been creepy. uh, Can't believe he gave you his address. I know. I know. Uh, But yes. So congratulations to the winners. Uh, Those are out of state. We'll be getting your prizes in the next week or so. I'll be sending them out as well. So just let you know. Uh, somebody, a couple people won Rotten Tail. See, look at that. So, yeah. So, um, Twitter Pro of the Week. You can find us on Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, what is your favorite streaming service? Uh, we have options of Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, and HBO Max. Uh, intern screwed up on this one. They didn't. He did not put Hulu on this one. He did not put Hulu on this one. He didn't put he did, Quibi he did. on either. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> it didn't have Peacock on it. <laughs> Nobody has Peacock. <laughs> I do. I do. What do you have it on? What's your service? My phone. My smart TV. Really? Okay. Do you mm-hmm. have a Amazon Fire smart TV, Brian? LG. Okay. That's what, uh, we have Amazon Fire TVs throughout the house, and they don't have Peacock yet. I was like, damn it. Or HBO Max, technically. I know YouTube TV does, but Amazon doesn't yet. Um, but I think Roku just started doing Peacock. I think they're the ones. Roku um, does. Okay. So uh, do, you like, do you like Peacock, guys? I love it. Uh, I got to, on I got Peacock. Watch, uh, psych. Anything on Peacock you haven't seen elsewhere? Psych. Uh, <laughs> oh, like the movie. You, the movie Lassie Come Home. <laughs> do you pay for uh, Peacock or you do the free one? I do the free one. Is what is locked out of the free one? I know you got commercials, but is there anything major that's locked out? Like, can you get The Office and the che- like some of those shows? The Office isn't there yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh. It's still on Netflix. Yeah, it's still on yes. Netflix, I think. Is Cheers um, on there? Cheers is there. Okay. Yeah. Um, is Cheers still on Netflix, too? No. No. Okay. I don't think so. I think Cheers uh, came uh, left January 1st of this year, of 2020. Maybe a little, yeah, bit, yeah. Maybe a little bit later. <laughs> um, um, I know there's a bunch of... Not maybe not a bunch, but I know there's a handful of like 
Showtime stuff that's on Peacock that you have to have the subscription, the premium subscription for. Okay. Um, like Yellowstone, you had to have the premium. Um. Oh, Yellowstone's on Peacock. The first, the, the first two seasons. Yeah. Okay. Because I know there's a four ninety nine tier uh, with commercials. And then there's a nine ninety nine tier, I think, without commercials or something like 799. that. $7.99. $7.99? Okay. But they were running a deal that uh, if you you could buy the first year like and get all the premium stuff for 50 bucks. That's not bad. So that's what we, we just bought it for the year. You know, we did the Disney thing, the Disney Plus thing for three years. Um, and you got basically you paid for two years. You got one year free. I'll be honest, I'd much rather pay for those services, like once, you know, one-time payment, have a good day, get a deal on it, uh, on some of the streaming. So oh, I don't yeah. I don't think it works on all of them, but like something with Peacock, you know, I would probably do something like that. I liked it with the Disney Plus. Um, I would love to do it with uh, CBS. What is that? CBS All Access? Access? Yeah. Which should soon to be changed to Paramount Plus. Does anybody know what the big difference is on that with Paramount Plus, what they're doing? It's going to be called Paramount instead of CBS. <laughs> Good job, no, I haven't seen anything like what the changes are. I haven't read anything about I, it. I don't think there's going to be much other than just a name change. Okay. I mean, they're all Viacom companies, and and I know, I know they split and rejoined and split and rejoined before. So it looks like Paramount uh, Plus. Uh, it will be early this well next year. 2021 um and i guess they want to do it with uh, more original programming on this state on the streaming service they said because i guess they're looking hard at spike tv and a couple other ones or whatever that is now and uh they're going to cut back on some of them so that's why spike tv is paramount yeah no no no. uh paramount's going to cut back on original programming on spike tv i'm sorry they're going to move more original programming to the Paramount. No, that's what plus. he's saying. The, no, there, there is, is no, no Spike TV. TV anymore. It is it's called Paramount, Paramount Network. Network. Oh, really? I'm for well, yeah. <laughs> Two years ago. Really? If yeah. not longer. When yeah. Yellowstone came out. Before it came out. <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> well, obviously no, that didn't work. On, on yeah, yeah, lost, lost was on, was on ABC. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Ah. Uh, so what's your so favorite? What, what's that? I was just going to say, uh, are we going to read the results of the poll yeah. or... <laughs> I liked you a lot better last week, Brian. Uh, what's your favorite streaming service? <laughs> uh, we had Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, and HBO Max. In last place, we had a two-way tie. Uh, this just came in right before we uh, went to air. Disney Plus and HBO Max had 14%. Uh, I don't blame that. I love Disney Plus, but uh, they need a little bit more original stuff. Uh, I think that's what's holding them back. I think next year they will be okay. With some of the Marvel when stuff, when they start showing the Marvel stuff, mm. I think uh, they'll get more. Um, their National Geographic stuff is the bee's knees. I love the National, the Nat Geo stuff. Um, they have some really, really? Good stuff. Yeah, the bee's knees. Yep, love the bee's really? knees. Love it, love it. Uh, <laughs> okay, Carol. <laughs> you know what? I'm out. Fuck this. You know. <laughs> I missed you guys. I came back and I get nothing but shit on. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. So you're the one that's using state uh, <laughs> phrases like the bee's knees. The bee's knees, baby. 
Uh, Is it like the cat's pajamas? Oh, that's ridiculous, Jeff. Who would say that? <laughs> uh, and then Netflix uh, beats Amazon Prime 47% to 25%. Um, does everybody agree with this one, or what do you think? I think I voted Netflix. I voted Netflix just because the amount of stuff they still have on it. They do have a lot of stuff. It's unbelievable. I didn't vote because I didn't know we had a poll since I didn't know we were doing this on Sunday. Um, <laughs> my vote would have been probably for Netflix. Yeah. I mean, Amazon's got a, a lot of good stuff, though, like that they've just been recently putting out. So I, mean, I think yeah, comes- mainly... I was going to say, mainly Netflix just got the head start on everybody. Right, yeah. I wish there was a little bit easier way of finding stuff. And I don't know, like, I don't think they do a bad job with it, any of them. But it's just tough. Like, maybe it's just because there's so much quality, a quantity out there. Like, it's tough to find something. I wish that they would they would change the the system so where... When you're looking in action movies, mm-hmm. they don't show the same movie in crime or drama. Yep. Like the same movie is listed in like four categories. Mm-hmm. It's like just list it and then put something else in there. Like make room for other stuff. But I guess that they, you know, it depends on what they pay for the rights to, for that stuff or whatever. I don't know. Disney Plus has gotten better at categorizing it. They do Star Wars, Marvel, National Geographic, and something else. I forget what the other one. Disney, just Disney. Um, From an organizational standpoint, their their app to me is the easiest to use. Disney Plus, as far as finding stuff, but it's the least. It's the it's the streaming service I use the least. mm Hmm. Yeah. And I have kids and I I kind of agree with you on that. My kids go to Netflix a lot um, and see a lot of stuff. And like I said, we like Disney, but, you know, with the Marvel and Star Wars movies and that. But um, I think until the original stuff, like like Jeff said, comes out next year, I think that's when hopefully they start turning the corner on it all. Um, So uh, let's see here. Jeff or no, no, you know what? Yeah. Jeff, you want to do listener feedback? Oh, listener feedback. Because I don't think there's a box office today because, you know, it's Sunday mm-hmm. night. I'll, I'll double check, but I don't think there is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I wasn't expecting this, so I don't have a sponsor for the listener feedback. So. Uh, by Deepwater Games. Uh, Realtor.com. Uh, <laughs> by Carlos Dunlop's house. He just uh, posted it for sale on Instagram. All right. The Bengals player? So I guess he's being traded? Yep. <laughs> he no, he's being a being, baby. He's oh. being a gigantic baby trying to force his way off the team. Yeah. So uh, before the before the uh, coaches even did their press conference from the locker room, mm-hmm. he put up on Twitter and Instagram that he was selling his, selling his house in Cincinnati. Yeah, you'll be oh, Northern Kentucky, technically. What's that? Northern Kentucky. Yeah. How much is it? The greater Cincinnati area. Uh, he he didn't put a price up. He wants everyone to do their homework and uh, serious offers only. 
<laughs> and you have to show proof proof of funds. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Fine, 200000 What do you got? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Screw you. I offered him a dollar. <laughs> Did you get banned yet from his Twitter? <laughs> Did no. you show proof of funds? I can't. <laughs> of the dollar? <laughs> yeah, no, I could do that, but I, I can't. I can't do that. I don't want to get I don't want to get kicked off my other internship. <laughs> uh, go ahead. What do you got, Jeff? I will start out with this guy named Doug. Uh, yeah. Number one fan. Sorry. <laughs> Can't give yourself a nickname. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No one's giving him a nickname apparently today. <laughs> so, um, from Doug, he asks better film. The internship with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, or the intern with Robert De Niro, and which film does Brian most identify with? Brian, this is all you, buddy. Uh, the better film is the internship, okay, with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I-, I liked the intern with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, <laughs> Robert De Niro, but not a- Oh, Robert in here. Sorry. Uh, not as much, but uh, we actually caught was I think it was last night or Friday night. We caught the last half of the internship and both said like how funny, how, how much we enjoyed it. So uh, and I identify with the internship far more than the intern. Why? Because you're not retired from a, a printing company. Yes. Oh. Yes, and I'm at, at a at an uh, an advanced stage in my life. I'm trying to reinvent myself. <laughs> Are you trying to reinvent yourself, ass? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good answer. A podcasting intern. That's he right. wants to be a robot. Oh, Ooh, robots would be nice. I hear they're the future. The future. Hmm. Um, I believe the children are a future. That, that's a lie. Teach you want to be a social media Let them lead intern? <laughs> Who well, doesn't? Then, then that would be better for the internship. I, like I said, I, I've got two of them going right now, so one more, I'll be happy. Yeah, you're kind of, you know, cheating on us there, Brian. You got a new no. gig. Got a new gig. No. Jeez. <sighs> it's just the other half that we don't talk about. Uh huh. I. I, I fulfilled my plate with everything in my life mm-hmm. now. Are you pulling a Blake on to, us? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm still he here. Get, he had to get a new internship because the IOUs just weren't paying the bills. Yeah. <laughs> did you think about calling the energy company and saying, I have an IOU? Did you, did, did they, were they receptive? Uh, no. Oh, damn. They, I asked them, they said no. We're turning your power off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's but why you. But then he gave him seventeen shroot bucks, and he was back on. I'll give you one Stanley nickel for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brian, what, or... I offered to pay in Oreos, but <sighs> they're being protected. Brian cake, yeah. crab cake Oreos. Did you see those, Brian? The what? The crab cake Oreos. <laughs> I think it was no. on, uh, but did our good friend Michael Lee Howe, mm-hmm. uh, he tweeted, a, I think he tweeted a picture of him. I don't think those are real. I don't think crab cake Oreos can be real. I, I'm just you guessing. You don't think those are real? Why, why not? I don't think so. The, the, 
Cookie and the cookie the part has the crab taste, and then the the cream is the uh, tartar sauce. That sounds great. So, Brian, do you think if it's just crab cake flavor, would you break out? I uh, I don't know. I, I I assume so. I'm not going to find out. I long for the days that we can do an Oreo challenge in person again. I long for those days. Even with Brian, I long for those days. Uh, on a side note, Brian, uh, yes. you have a new leather chair in uh, your space now. So I, I'm, oh yeah, I, yeah. I bought a new one um, for. Uh, I bought a new one for Are my you work from home. In my comfortable chair. Uh, I'm in your comfortable chair right now. It's really comfy, really comfy, Jim. It's going to have a bad uh, ass groove when oh, I get back. Yeah. You're giving him a terrible ass groove. And there's going to be there, there's going to be a dick groove. Uh, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you be wearing pants. <laughs> I love Brian's face in that one. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I got I'm getting a new leather chair for work. So uh, Brian, I brought the other leather chair in. Um, I thought you know what I could give it to Jeff, but. I'll be honest, Brian, you've worked harder lately, so you get it now. <laughs> and in other news, it's going to be three more years until we see each other live anyway. So, you know, <laughs> it's going to have cobwebs on it. So, uh, Jeff, what else we got? Uh, from 365 Flicks, mm-hmm. uh, why do you refuse to let Kevin on your podcast? I, I don't know if we refuse. I think he falls asleep every time. Uh, yeah, that was pretty. We much refuse it. to wake up, travel to the UK, and make sure he's awake when we record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say, Kevin. Uh, speak of QuarantCon a couple a little bit ago, uh, or virtual con. Uh, Kevin did an awesome job with it. Uh, he got a uh, really good guest on it, so we want to thank him for that. Uh, you still can't come on the show until you wake up, though. Sorry, sorry. You know, I know there's a five hour difference, but. It's called dedication. I mean, I just thought it was the travel ban. That's true. <laughs> that is true. I think you should probably try and reach him right now. Call him. Let me see. I'll see if he's on. Uh, keep going, Jeff. I'll see what we can do here. All right. Uh, Lisa wants to know what big studio film will suffer the most due to being pushed back uh, at the movie theater. But. Uh, being pushed back and the movie theater environment at this time. But big studio film will suffer the most due to being pushed back in the movie theater. Okay. Oh, okay. And the movie theater environment yeah. at this time. Being pushed back and the environment at the time. Okay. So either, uh, yeah. Uh, Good, Brian. You got one? Fast 9. Ooh. Uh, that's next May, I think, now. I think it's next May or June. Yeah, June. Uh, I'm gonna say it was supposed to be April of 2020. Jeezel, Jeezel. Jeff, what do you say, Wonder Woman? I say Wonder Wonder Woman 84. 84. That's what I was thinking, Bill. That's coming to HBO Max, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's not getting a theatrical release. Yeah. Um, Somehow the Crudes is still on schedule for it, though. The Crudes (laughs) too. Well, I can understand that. (laughs) Bring your kids. Crudes. Maybe Bond, I don't know. I was just going to say, uh, I read an article today. Bond might be my pick. Um, it costs $250 million to make. 
and they were trying to sell it to streaming services for six hundred million. And Ooh. yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they said no. Uh, every streaming service, except for Quibi. Quibi actually bought it, but then they went out of business, so they, they can't show it. It's really it's a shame. Uh, it might be the well, reason Quibi they went out. Quibi bought it, but they paid an IOUs, and they got, <laughs> and they got returned. <laughs> it's a 60-episode uh, movie. Uh, anyways, sorry, Brian. Uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> so they did say Bond... Um, because Bond, they said they really can't financially go to a streaming service unless they get that much money, um, which is kind of like, ooh, that's a that's a bad day. And so, um, do you think though, when things get closer to normal and people can go out, mm-hmm. that that when they start going out, that Bond will take a hit? When it is finally released, do you think, you know, yeah. if it's delayed for two years, it'll take a bigger hit than other movies? If you're talking, I think if you're going to have Bond come out, say, two months after it goes back to a little bit better than it is now, or, you know, it was in June. June was pretty much nice. Um, if it goes back to that, I still think it's going to take a hit. I don't think you're going to have as many people going to the theaters. I really don't. Um I think there's a lot of stuff, like, even if you have the vaccines, get all this stuff, all this crap, um, and pe- it becomes a little bit more normal, I think you're still going to have people t- timid to go out. Um, well, yeah, well, that's, but I mean, that's every, that's the entire theater industry. I mean, do you think that, you know, that's going to suffer any more than anything, than uh, Black Widow or, you or know, something tenet. else? Yeah, Tenet right now might be the answer to that will suffer the most. Because it tried to come out early, and then... Yeah. That's a good call. I feel like the Marvel movies, though, are pretty bullet-resistant. People will go see that. I don't know if they will for Bond. I mean, Bond's popular, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I see Bond just has a built-in following. Okay. I still think Black Widow goes to Disney Plus. I really do. I don't see how they keep holding it off. I mean, I'm sure they can, but I I don't know. I think it just kind of depends on the next mu- couple months are. Uh, I think if we go into lockdown in February and March again, like we did last year, this past year, I think you're going to see a lot more films goes to streaming services because it's genius if they do. Trolls two made tons of money because everybody was in lockdown in April, so. Yes. I've said it before, but it's guaranteed money that you're making mm-hmm. that you're not making right now on all these movies that you're holding. Like it's even if six months down the road, a year down the road, you still you can still put them out in theater, yeah. and people will still go see them. But if you put them out on streaming now, you're you're gonna make money on them. Yeah, I mean but you're gonna have to put them out on uh, what do you call it. Uh, pay-per-view if you're video on demand if you're running no that's what I'm, I'm some that's what i'm saying but even if they do that for 20 or 30 bucks people are gonna pay it because the movies that are coming out to the pay-per-view are movies that i've never heard of like the last three or four weeks i've never heard of any of their releases like this week was the first week i've seen like unhinged is now available to stream online or like on like uh on Redbox. that's the russell so, pro one right 
Yeah, okay. but I mean, it was in theaters forever, but that's the first one that I've seen where it's like, I've never heard of this. What is this? Like, first, like, named movie that I knew was, that had been released to a theater. So, Trolls 2 made, this was on May 6th of last year. So, it came out, I think, middle of April. So, in four, three, four weeks, it made $100 million on video on demand. Uh, they still said they needed more money because of marketing to make money back in that. But I'm trying to get a better idea of how much it really, you know, how much it made. But, um, yeah, I mean, it needed to make $154 million to break even. Uh, so if it made $100 million within the first three weeks, I would think they probably did. And then that doesn't count yeah. Blu-ray and everything else. So, I mean, we bought it. I, I mean, not bought it. We rented it. I hate trolls. And uh, we rented it because it was 20 bucks, and, you know, we were going nowhere, and we had three kids. So it's like, oh, okay, let's have a movie night, um, you know. So I, I, I think, yeah, like you said, I mean, I think if, it, if we go back into that situation, February, March, April, I think it's, it's smart. If the, uh, I would not be surprised if they put Black Widow out there or something else. I don't, I don't think it's going to be that long until it happens, honestly. I was being optimistic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if you could put Fast and Furious out there because of the type. It's a event movie in theaters, like the special effects, the cars. I think that could suffer from it, but I don't know if Black Widow would or anything like that. I don't even know if Bond would. I mean, in yeah, all honesty, but, but like that's one of those things where you could still release it and be making money on it, and then I would be willing when the time is right to go pay to see it again in the theater, mm-hmm. just for the. You know, the, sure. the special effects and, you know, like, I would be willing to do that. So, I mean, just seems to me like if you can make money on it now mm-hmm. and you've spent money on it, what, I mean, you're not losing. I don't see a, I don't see a, a negative reason or a, a reason why you wouldn't do it mm-hmm. just because, like, it, you're making money. Like, yeah, but. You know, you're no Amy that's Pascal, why, though. That's why I'm just an intern, and it's above <laughs> my pay grade. And you're not Amy Pascal. Uh, Brian, or Jeff, what else we got? Uh, from the Cinema Guys. Ooh. Why will the Mask movie starring Ryan Reynolds be the greatest movie ever? <laughs> because it's one of the greatest co- uh, cartoons ever. What? Duh. <laughs> No, it, it got, isn't. It got so screwed in the toy, uh, 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 best toy uh, voting because Jason uh, actively no, no, uh, no, no, campaigned, campaigned, against, campaigned against it as somebody running the uh, the poll. First was off, such, such thick. that was Russia. That was Russia. They did that. I did not have anything Russia to do with hacked, it. Russia hacked your Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what happened, but Russia hacked the tournament to- poll. I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I don't know. You're almost delusional as Trump is. Hey, 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 down the hall, down the hall, down the hall. <sighs> on a positive note, we only have two more weeks until an election. On the negative, in three weeks, we may or may not have a new president. Who knows? <laughs> so, well, in three weeks. We well, we won't in three weeks. That's true. Technically, that's true. I mean, it won't be till January that we would have a new one. 
Uh, doesn't matter. We're all screwed. Uh, doesn't matter what happens. Uh, and no, Mask will not be the greatest movie ever. Mask will be a great one. I think uh, it's got to be better than the Transformers movie, right? Maybe. It can't be any worse. Well, yeah, it can't be worse. <laughs> well, it could, it could be the G.I. Joe movie. Yeah, it can't be oh. the G.I. Joe <laughs> I was literally having a conversation with Brad from the Cinema Guys, and he was about GI Joe movies, and he's like, "They're really not that bad." He's like, "I think they get a lot of hate for no reason." I was like, "Did you watch them? Because they're awful. Like they are god awful, especially like, that first second one." Second one was better than the first one. Second one was, well, Brad's opinion. He tends to like too many movies, so <laughs> I could see him maybe liking the second one, but that first one was terrible. It was there was nothing redeeming about that first movie. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in it. What the hell happened? I know. Well, it was on television this weekend. We were flipping, and we're like, oh, G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra is on. And I'm like, I still haven't forgiven Joseph Gordon-Levitt for that. Rise of Cobra is the first one, right? Yes. Okay. Retaliation is the second one. I was watching Halloween H2O, H2O and Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in that one. Uh, I was like, hey, and then he had an ice skate to the head. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I forgot he was in that. I saw, I saw you tweet that out. And then uh, I also saw Alan Arkin was Jamie Lee Curtis's character's love interest. And I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so good old Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin? Yeah. Or... Alan Arkin and Jamie Lee Curtis? Wow. That's... What's the other Arkin? I think it's Adam? Adam. Who? Alan's the old, old one. Oh, no, not that one. <laughs> Adam, 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 Alda. Yes, Adam, Alda. shut up, Adam Arkin. That <laughs> is, uh, what else we yeah, got? He'd be around closer to Jamie Lee Curtis's age. His father, yeah, a little older. Um, I, I did see, uh, I was flipping through and Blair Witch Project was on last night. And, uh, did that, does that age well? I, I don't know. I, I really loved it because at the time we were gullible enough to think that it could have been real. We didn't think it was, but it was before everybody went nuts on it. And we saw it opening night. So that really added a scare factor. I thought at the time it was probably one of the scariest movies I saw just because the weird ending that freaked me out with the guy in the corner. Um, That's you like me in the, in the corner. corner. <laughs> That's you say, me Jim? in the spotlight. I thought you liked standing in the corner. I do, hey, but nobody puts Jason mind. in a corner. Uh, it does, it, I don't think it's bad though. I mean, it's still it still kind of gives the creepy vibe. Um, but yeah, I, I still enjoy it. I know people hate that. I think it's because the second one was so bad. Um, well, yeah, the second one. I mean, the first one found something original to do. The mm-hmm. whole found footage film and aspect of it was was new and groundbreaking. The second one just. Tried to make a Hollywood film using the legend and really nothing else that made the first one interesting. Uh, I will say the the way they shot it with the found footage, it does look like home like they were trying to shoot a movie, like a you know as a college movie thing, um, you know, student film. So I, I thought that came off still looking pretty decent, um, but I enjoyed it still. So what else we got, Jeff? Uh, from Besotted Geek. Uh, can you recommend an app where I can watch TV only on my phone? Oh, and I'm extremely busy, so everything should be 10 minutes or less. I think we lost Brian. 
That was not a very nice question. <laughs> I loved it. I just read the questions that were on the outline. That's all I can do. <laughs> oh, my Brian's back. I don't think there are any apps like that available anywhere right now. Brian, you got anything on that one? Best killer man in business for nothing. <laughs> Jamie, you got anything? You got anyone? No, okay. no. Okay. If only there was one. <sighs> Moving on. Uh, let's see. Jeff. Uh, yeah, I'm looking to where. Okay. Oh, from Geoff. That's how I pronounce it when it begins with a G. Uh, The best team in the NFC East has two wins. I think that's wins, not wins. (laughs) That's what I said was wins. Is the NFC East the worst division in the history of football? Jim? It could turn out to be that way. Yeah, we have to wait until the season finishes. Uh, The Eagles could end up almost going 500. (laughs) Maybe. As of right now, wouldn't the worst division be the time that was the Seahawks won the division at seven and nine about 10 years back or so? Yeah, that's what I mean. We'll have to wait and see. The Eagles might have a chance to get there. I don't think the other three teams do. You think the Eagles? And that's only because the Eagles have a tie? Uh, the Eagles actually have a quarterback and have pieces. They just got to get some people back from injury. They've had far too like they've had so many injuries this year. It's unreal. Their offensive line is really beat up. Uh, again, right now they're playing without their top. Uh, the receiving core is all beat up. Uh, the tight end went out last week. Uh, who's not? Who's out this week? Um, but I saw uh, they're talking about like the Eagles. They're like. Oh, you know, they're interested in making all these trades and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the Eagles, aren't they in first place in their division? Two and four, two, four and one. I, I, I mean, do, I, I don't do. know. Washington's only a half a game out. <laughs> did they yeah. win today? They did. They Washington played the Cowboys did. today. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dallas. Yeah, and, and real quick, uh, fuck rip, you, rip, John Bostic. Yeah, rip to uh, Andy Dalton. Uh, he left the game due to concussion protocol. I heard Andy Dalton yeah. did. Yeah, yeah he, uh, was, he was he was knocked out cold. Oh, he was sliding to go down, and a guy came in and just clean, just Ooh, straight I through did. his helmet. Helmet just not, and Dalton's and, helmet came flying off, and he was just laying there prone on the field. Andy Dalton gets wow. a lot of hate in Cincinnati. I, I'll be honest. I really think he might, and it, not even his play. I think he might be one of the nicest guys in football from everything I've read about him. He's an incredibly nice guy. Yeah. I know From what I've seen in Bengals Twitter, and I think Brian can answer this too, since he's now a professional in Bengals Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of love for Andy Dalton. Good. Um, with him, with, with, even if they drafted uh, Burrow mm-hmm. uh, and Dalton moved on. Cincinnati fans, pretty much on social media, have actually blessed Dalton, wish the best for him. So, yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of the I don't think he really took like I don't feel like there was as much hate for him. I think it was it was just more like criticism, like for some of his shortcomings. But yeah, I mean, 
look at the run that we went on after we drafted him. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, in my opinion, he, he wasn't as bad as people made him out to be. Yes. There were things about him that he couldn't do that ultimately cost us games, but overall, name a name a quarterback who has more wins while playing with the Bengals uh, than Andy Dalton. Yeah, Joe, Joe Burrows will <laughs> hopefully name hopefully. a quarterback who has more touchdowns while playing with the Bengals. Hopefully, Joe Burrows. Uh, <laughs> right. I will say the um, I did want. I don't. I usually have NFL on in the background a lot, and uh, I don't dislike it or anything. I just haven't as been intrigued with it as much. But uh, I did watch most of the Giants-Eagles uh, game on Thursday night, I think it was. And that was a really yes. a fun game to watch between two teams that only have one win each. It was actually a really fun game to watch. Um, it was horrible football. It was, a it was not good football, but it was it was entertaining, Jim. It was entertaining like in a car wreck. I enjoyed the game. I was like, eh, okay. I, I feel bad for the hatred uh, or the, uh, the the now the meme, everything that's happening with uh, Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Um, <laughs> that poor guy. He, he, again, you're making fun of him for falling down, but the dude, quarterback sprints normally last 20 yards at most. At mm-hmm. most. At most. This guy rattled off an 80-yard or would have been 88-yard touchdown run if he could yeah. able to finish it. And all it was is he was just trying to force himself to go that much faster. His brain and upper body yep. were faster than his legs could. My wife said the and, same thing. She was watching, and she's like, he definitely got ahead of himself way too quick at that end. And, uh, you know, it happens. It happens. I think I did see the meme, like, this is 2020 in a nutshell, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one, the one, the only one that I saw that I, I thought was entertaining with it was the one where they photoshopped uh, wrestling moves into him falling down. Yes. They had Kurt Angle uh, going that, ankle lock. <laughs> yeah. Booker T with the leg drop and Randy Orton with the RKO. Yeah. That was kind of funny. Those are funny. I, but, watching it. And, and just, the, other, the other thing you want in during that play, um, he registered the fastest mile per hour yeah. run by a quarterback in the NFL. It was 27 so miles an hour? 21.2 miles per hour. Wow. He's, he, yeah. he, it's faster than the 80-yard touchdown run from uh, Derrick Henry last week. That's faster than Lamar Jackson's fastest run in the NFL. I felt bad for him. I was like, damn it. And then I was I'm like... I'm glad they scored on that drive. Yeah, yeah. that would have been like, that would have been a kicker. Right yeah, there. if they didn't score, it would have been terrible. But and I'm, I am I'm by no means a Giants fan either. No. <laughs> and I actually and I hate the Eagles too. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't saying it was a good football like good football on Thursday. I thought I was thoroughly entertained though throughout the whole game. I was like, yeah, it's not good football, but it was enjoyable. I it kept my interest, which you know, takes a lot for nowadays. So I, I had fun with it. Um, and, and that's coming from somebody that I don't care about either of those teams at all. So uh, let's see. What else we got, Jeff? Uh, we can end it up with uh, professor number one, doctor number one. Did you guys miss Jason last week? <laughs> uh, I wanted to name it best episode ever, but we already did that. 
<laughs> yeah. We had a hard time coming up with a name last week. So maybe that's why I did miss Jason, because usually he says something goofy enough to come up with at least a title. Yeah, he's already says that he's already said the bee's knees today. Mmm, <laughs> abs. <laughs> I missed you guys. It's okay. Sorry. You shouldn't have been missing us. You should have been enjoying your uh, anniversary. Oh, we were. I'm just talking like later on, like the next day. I fe- I missed you guys. Oh, okay. okay. Anniversary sex. HQ Trivia is on, and I'm playing while we're recording, and they just asked the question about what app company just announced it was going to shut down. <laughs> and Jeff right there on <laughs> oh, See, right there. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, and Miss Jason? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was looking forward to this episode all week when Quibi announced it. <laughs> See, this is why people don't miss you, Jason, because what? you're 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 blatantly being an ass to Brian. I am not. Brian doesn't own Quibi. It's not a personal thing. <sighs> Anyways, he's still laughing at you, Brian. I'm not. I'm, oh, I'm well aware. <laughs> Brian, I'm well aware. I'm well aware of the slander that Quibi has been taking that's been aimed at me for being so outwardly outspoken about enjoying their content. Uh, Speaking of that, News of the Geek, Jeff, you want to get me into this? Yes, it's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. Uh, Here's a surprise. We're going to do an article about fucking Quibi, you fucking asshole. (laughs) Well, it is the news of I the don't week. make the news. I didn't make Quibi spend $600 million horribly. My God. I think the biggest problem, though, they're, they're aiming for a demographic that the people running it are, are like in their 60s, and they're trying to figure out what the people from the, you know, 13 to 30 would like. I'm getting to that, Jeff. Hold on now. I actually. I am- mean, that's in the story. I'm actually defending Brian on this one. So the, 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 the problem is, why do you have to read a story when it's pretty much going to talk about what we've talked about now for three weeks? Anyway, we were well ahead of this than this article was, and what this so-called news is. Well, I agree, but uh, per the wrap, short-form video service Quibi, led by uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg and Meg Whitman. I uh, called a meeting last Wednesday to basically say, hey, we're closing down the company on December 1st. Uh, Quibi raised nearly $2 billion to serve teenagers and young adults with short-form short entertainment and viewed primarily on their phones. Okay, this is... Uh, I'm not being a smart ass. Could you watch Quibi on anything else? I may have asked that before, but can you watch that on anything else? Or was it just the phone? I, never, I think you might have been able to watch it online. Okay. Through their website, maybe, but I don't think there was any other really. I never did to. Yeah, put an app on your computer, probably. Did you cast it from your phone to your TV? No, I'm sure you could do that. Through a different service, like through a Chromecast or through a. I believe so, but I never tried. Uh, But I'm pretty sure you could have. And Brian. Let's see. 
off air, Brian, I did say I think it, they had no shot in hell because of who they had running it. So the paid service, which launched during the pandemic, never got traction. Instead, free apps like TikTok ugh, have taken off as a platform of choice for teens. See, that's what I don't understand. It's like TikTok is just watching stupid people around the country do stupid things. Yeah. And it's shorter form than Quibi. Yeah. Yeah. It's 30 seconds to a minute and a half. And it's just, again. And it's just, I, look at this. I mean, if I, really, Quibi, if I really enjoy, if I didn't enjoy America's Funniest Home videos, then I wasn't going to like this. Yeah, pretty just, much, that's all TikTok is. Yeah, you definitely can cast Quibi to your TV. Okay, oh, there you should be able to watch it anywhere. Then wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You can cast Quibi to your TV. I can't cast Quibi to my TV. Well, if you wanted to have it, watch it on your TV. You could do something about it. You have an option. That. You have an option. I. I don't know how to cast anything to my TV, so no. You I buy a Chromecast and then cast it to your TV. Well, that's <laughs> more money. Jeez. Well, uh, Amazon TVs, you can do it too. Five dollars. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, basically, they said the reason the issue was uh, basically Katzenberg was trying to sell the content to other distributors in recent weeks without success. Because a short-form serial format basically had to be, quote, the content has to be re-edited to be legitimate. It's designed to have 10-minute breaks for commercials. Uh, out of 910,000 people who downloaded Quibi in three days following its April 6th launch, only 72,000 users, 72, users converted to paying subscriptions. Uh, 72 <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quibi disputed that figure at the time, saying they were selling Excellent. They were seeing excellent conversion to paid subscribers, both among our 90-day free trial signups from April as well as our 14-day trial signups from May to June. Uh, last week, the information, the magazine, the uh, news source, I guess, for that Katzenberg has told people in the industry that he may have to shut down the company. Uh, they basically were trying to get, they hired a restructuring firm and basically all their options went out the door and they said, well, time to close. Uh, let's see here. A separate report in Politico added that Whitman, who serves as Quibi's CEO, is being looked at for a cabinet position should former Vice President Joe Biden win the presidency. Not going to happen. Quibi launched Down in the hall. Quibi launched in April, but has been badly underperforming and gained subscribers. Uh, Quibi was among five new entrants alongside Apple, Disney, and Warner Media that launched within a seven-month span. Uh, and then, as we talk about CBS, All Access is going to Paramount Plus early next year. So there you go. Uh, it debuted with $2 billion funding and a uh, who's who of stars, uh, including Steven Spielberg, Jennifer Lopez, Kevin Hart, and LeBron James. Uh, the service led by Katzenberg and Whitman managed to net two Emmy wins last month. Look at that. I don't know what they're for, but good for them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so here's the other issue. Uh, like Jeff said, uh, you have 65-year-old people, 60 to 70-year-old people running a service that's designed for, you know, 13 to 20-year-olds. Um, and then the best is, this is per, per Vulture. Let me get the article up here real quick, or the little thing. Um, this is per Vulture. People have wondered why Katzenberg and Whitman in their late and early 60s, respectively, and not very active on social media, would believe they have uniquely penetrating insight into the unacknowledged desires of young people. 
When I asked Whitman what TV shows she watches, she responded, quote, I'm not sure I classify myself as an entertainment enthusiast. But when asked even more if there's any shows she likes, she said, Grant, on the History Channel. It's about President Grant, unquote. Uh, Yeah. So the person (laughs) whose favorite show of the year was a documentary style (laughs) movie on Grant is the person running the production or and the, the whatnot for Quibi. It's like, uh. This is the best one. Katzenberg uh, is on his phone all the time, but he is also among the moguls of his generation who have their emails printed out and vertically folded for some reason by an assistant. <laughs> <laughs> In enthusiasm about what a show could mean for Quibi, Katzenberg would repeatedly invoke the same handful of musty touchstones. America's Funniest Home Videos, videos, Cisco and Ebert, and Jane Fonda's Exercise Tapes. <laughs> when Gal Gadot, one of the biggest stars in the world, came to the offices and delivered an impassioned speech about wanting to elevate the voices of girls and women, Katzenberg wondered out loud whether she might become the new Jane Fonda and do a workout series for Quibi. Apparently, <laughs> quote, quote, apparently her face fell, says a person briefed on the meeting. <laughs> That did not go that way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she came in to, to, for a pitch, and he said, ooh, the new Jane Fonda workout tapes. Did she physically ab- abuse him and say, and say we can fill, we can use this and just beat on him? <laughs> I mean, at that point, Quibi has no shot. I mean, they, they didn't have a shot coming out of the gate with that shit. You know, I, I, I may mock Quibi a lot, but... And you do. Yeah, we all do, except for Brian. But um, they have no shot in hell if that was the situation. I mean, come on. (laughs) So, Brian, would you like to have anything said about Quibi? You have the final word on this. No. Okay. Okay. You've said enough. Okay. Rest in peace. We will never mock it again. Uh, Well. Uh, Every time we do, Jason owes a dollar to charity. That'll work. <laughs> okay. Okay. It may win a floppy, though, Jim, above Scab Jeff. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, as long as you're not mocked, you can't mock it, though. Jim, I would not mock it. Come on. If Come you on. put it in the same category as Scab Jeff, you're mocking it. Well, that's true. <laughs> I won't be in the same category. <laughs> or are you mocking Scab Jeff? Uh, well, yes. <laughs> I'm just saying Quibi would at least know to wear a jacket if it went to Antarctica. That's how good. Uh, per Vulture, three years and numerous numerous projects later, Shonda Rhimes is finally set to debut her first series of net on for Netflix, a sexy, gossipy period drama, under her lucrative development deal. Speaking with a Hollywood reporter about her decision to switch from her creative home of 15 years, ABC, to Netflix, Rhymes revealed that the pace and constraints of network TV had become too stringent for her life. Quote, I felt like I was dying, like I'd been pushing the same ball up the same hill in the exact same way for a really long time. Her break Because you write the same show over and over <laughs> and over again and just put it in a different uh, uh, a setting. <laughs> but maybe that's what the network would only let her put out. No, she's going to make the same show on Netflix. It's going to be Grey's Anatomy, but as a period. It's not a medical drama. <laughs> okay, it's going to be a scandal. <laughs> Trademark it, Jim. Trademark it. 
No, uh, I, how can I? She already did it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> or how to get away. She knew how to get with murder, too. She knew how to get away with murder. And I really liked that one. I'd recommend yeah. that one. I'm not saying the shows. I, I've watched a lot of Grey's and everything. I'm not saying that they're bad shows or anything, but they, again, she, they're all the same. <laughs> it, it just the setting's different. You know what? Uh, where all the shows weren't the same? Quibi. 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 <laughs> Maybe Shonda Rhimes should have gone to Quibi. <laughs> Maybe she should have. Because her 10-minute uh, shows would not <laughs> – you couldn't get the same in the 10 minutes she does in her hour-long uh, dramas on uh, <laughs> ABC. I was looking forward to this all week. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jason owes a dollar in charity. I'm not mocking it. I'm just saying I really was looking forward to this podcast. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But, but, but. – I, I didn't say just you mocking it. I said if we oh. mock it as a group, you owe a dollar in charity. Right. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Damn it, people. Anyways, <laughs> Rhymes' breaking point <laughs> didn't involve a meeting in her writer's room. Even if one This is awesome. This is great. Even if one ABC executive was determined to, quote, drive down the price tag of her contract negotiations, renegotiations. Rather, in 2017, Rhymes asked for an additional all-inclusive pass to Disneyland to give to her visiting sister. After receiving some pushback and told, quote, we never do this, Rhymes got the pass but failed to work when her sister, with her children and nanny, arrived at the park. Rhymes proceeded to call a high-ranking high executive at the company to figure out the issue, but he showed no interest in giving television's most prominent showrunner a $154 ticket. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> She's a fucking millionaire. Well, the oh, no. I, I, that, that, that's, that's, part, that's part of the story. It's getting there. <laughs> the executive responded, don't you have enough, quote, unquote. <laughs> Rhymes collected herself, hung up, and called her attorney with a simple, dire simple directive. She was going to move to Netflix, and she, quote, find a new represent representation if that couldn't be accomplished. Given that she reportedly inked a $300 million plus deal, she, Rhymes, made the right call because she got more oh, money. Fuck this lady, man. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. But, but honestly, though, if the one thing you want for your deal is free passes to Disneyland and your ABC... And you can get somebody for cheaper for a couple of passes to Disney World. Wouldn't you do it? I see both sides of it. I really do. Like, I see Brian like, fuck this lady. Like, true. Like, it's crap. Like, it's like De Niro saying that yeah. he needed to this make. This is like her. This is her just getting out of her deal and leaving ABC. Yeah. Like, she she didn't. She finally found a way out. And it's the dumbest reason to think. Well, I like, mean, oh, like, it's so uh, fucking stupid. Well, I, I see her point in the thing is that, again, this doesn't costing ABC. It's not costing the parent company anything. Sure. Absolutely. Get it. it, it, it a free pass to Disney World, it, it all it costs the company nothing. Right. But her, and for her, though, again, she can afford to spend $154 together. So I think everybody in the story is kind of being an ass. <laughs> Instead of just being all adults and saying, this is not going to work anymore after 15 years, thank you, thank you, see you later. 
Yeah. You got to be fucking petty and call your lawyer because you they didn't want to give you a pass to Disney World. Like, and, and it could be them looking away to get out too, where they don't have exactly. to pay her, or she can find a way, and so they, they everybody can get out scot free instead of just going, "Hey, how about we just uh, shake say, hands and walk away?" They could yeah. do that. I mean, we had a great run. You put uh, out a lot of great, successful television for us and made us a lot of money. Thank you. you. Made a lot, yeah, you made a lot of money. We made a lot of money. Thank you. Let's move on. Good luck in the future. Thank you for putting my my content on your network for the last 15 years and making me a millionaire. Thank you. See you later. How hard <laughs> is let, that? And letting me push my uh, political agenda down everybody's fucking throats. Right. Does she? How do you really feel, Jim? Have you watched a Shonda Rubin show? <laughs> I have not. I have not. <laughs> I had nothing you've, against you've her. Never, no. You've never seen any episodes of Grey's Anatomy? No. Uh, I've seen maybe four episodes of How to Get Away with Murder the first season, and then I just never went back to it. I wanted to. I just never did. I, and Grey's Anatomy, maybe when my, my wife used to watch it, maybe I saw an episode here or there when we first started dating and that, but I don't think I've ever seen it. And I have nothing against it. Um, but, no, I've never seen any of them. So I that's, probably first, watched- that's the first time I knew I hated Catherine Heigl. <laughs> Ooh, good call. Good call. I think I watched the first twenty-seven, twenty-seven seasons of Grey's Anatomy, but I missed like the last thirteen. Uh. Jim, that is the one thing I will say. You are very committed uh, to people um, and to TV shows. <laughs> you have loyalty. I have to, I, I've been too committed to some people. Hey. I had nothing. It's nothing to do with anybody on this call. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't like a lot of people. Okay, so I'm glad you can't. I can't lose anyone else. <laughs> uh, no, no, everybody is fine. And there's some people in my past. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, hey Jeff, uh, I'll do it since I have it right in front of me. I just looked it up. Uh, I do have box office news. Um, I All do, right. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, give me some, give me some music, or something. Box office news. Boom. Uh, let's see here. Uh, October twenty third through the twenty fifth. Uh, Honest Thief was number one at the box office. Uh, made two point three million dollars. Uh, total gross of seven point four or seven point five million. Uh, in two weeks, I think it is. Three weeks. Sorry. Uh, number two, The War with Grandpa. It's made $1.8 million this week. Uh, it was a total of $9.7 million in three weeks. Uh, I don't have budget, so I apologize for that. Uh, Tenant, may, it was in third place, uh, $1.3 million. Uh, it was only down 18%, so good job, Tenant. Uh, total of $52.5 million. Uh, I believe that was a $200 million budget, if I remember correctly. Uh, it was about that, yep. In fourth place, The Empty Man made $1.2 million, two and a half, $1.25, sorry, million uh, in its opening week. Uh, so there you go. It was uh, average $624. It was in 2,000 theaters. And number five, geez, old Pete, Nightmare Before Christmas, $577,000. Uh, they re-released it uh, last week, I guess. So there you go. Uh, just give you some other ideas. Number six was Hocus Pocus. 
made five hundred thirty thousand. And number seven, a new release, a re-release, Monsters Inc. made four hundred ninety-four thousand. <laughs> like, geez, old Pete. So, uh, good news is the new mutants were uh, number ten. Jeff, Jeff, two hundred eighty-six thousand. All right. What's their total? Uh, Twenty-three million. Twenty-three million on a hundred million dollar project uh, budget. Because I remember it was the budget was half of Tenant. So it's been out there nine weeks. So do you think uh, they'll make a sequel to it, Jeff? No. No. Okay. I do not think they will. With do, New Mutants? Yeah. I wish they would. But oh, I, I, I liked it enough I, that I would like to see a continuation of that. Yeah, but I think it, I don't think they will either. No, not with, you know, the whole Fox going to... Disney and Disney's not going to put it in the MCU. Yeah, they're going to bring the mutants into the MCU completely different than what the Fox movies were. So, Uh, Disney did rebrand the X Men films and that universe from Fox as the uh, legacy movies, the non MCU, their legacy movies. So. You think they're going to, uh, since Doctor Strange is bringing the multiverse to everybody, and I think Scarlet Witch is too, do you think they're going to, like, briefly look in on those and show them? Because there's rumors that... Um, well, they're doing stuff like bringing uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield for their Spider-Man. They're going to be in the like in Spider-Man or whatnot. So there's going to be some, yes, these things are in the multiverse. Okay. I uh, think they're trying to bring. I think they pulled Deadpool into it. I think Deadpool's the only one that makes it into the MCU. They did yeah. say who uh, plays Magneto in the X Men ones, uh, the newer ones. Ian McKellen. Oh, uh, who's uh, that? Fastbender. Fastbender. Michael Fastbender. Yeah, they yeah. said there was a report out this week that they were trying to get him to be the Magneto for the new series, the new Mar- uh, Disney movies, and they said that he would be a good guy in those movies. So that's something interesting. Um, they no, said, Magneto, is, is he playing, going to play Magneto? Fastbender? Yeah. Sorry. He would be playing Magneto. Yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah. I mean, there, that's a, I like the character. I mm-hmm. mean, and he does, he, he has had a string, a time when he was working with, uh, Charles Xavier and working yeah. for, uh, once I just, as, as any character has, they're, they're, they're sometimes they're, uh, means don't justify the same ends, but <laughs> they said uh, the one way that the one of the rumors again, it's just rumor that they could bring the Marvel, the X Men into it. Sorry, is that um, basically the X Men, the mutants were already there in the world, but there was a catastrophe that somehow the mutants were blamed, and Pro- Professor X blocked out mutants from everybody on their uh, mind. And then once, what was it, Scarlet Witch does something, it makes everybody remember remember again about the uh, mutants. So that was the one way that they were going about it. So That's a possibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see here. Uh, upcoming, there's only two movies this week uh, coming out. So um, let's see. Come Play. Jim, do you have this one? Uh, come play. A monster named Larry manifests itself through smartphones and mobile devices. Feature film version of the 2017 short film. 
Um, uh, Jillian Jacobs is in it. Everybody's oh, from community. Community, yep. Um, not many other well-known people. So, and then the Donut King. The Donut King. This is a documentary. Uh, documentary tells Ned and Goy's story that is one of fate, love, survival, hard knocks, and redemption. Okay. And so, donuts. I guess the guy has a donut shop, and it talks about. Uh, he's a, he's <laughs> a Cambodian refugee. He's a Cambodian refugee refugee who builds a multi-million-dollar empire by making donuts. Hmm. It's interesting. Uh, so yeah, so looks like none of them will be in the top. Well, it looks like Honest Thief is going to be number one again. So probably. Yes. Do you see the? I know Jeff, you don't like horror movies, scary movies, and that. But did you see the local drive-in here in um, Hamilton, Ohio? They're doing uh, seventeen straight nights of scary movies at the drive-in. I thought that was a kind of a cool, like classic uh, scary movies. I thought that was a good way to get that, people in. It's nothing new. They they've done this. Years have every, they every October every, for I years. October they do this. Yeah, I, I knew that they did it. I knew they did it in the weekends because uh, last year they played Creature from Black Lagoon. That I wanted to see, but I didn't know they did it seventeen straight nights or whatever. I think I didn't know that. They normally do the second half. They normally do it the second half of November. Just get or second half of October, so they mm-hmm. just get people coming in. And huh. again, they already they have the rights to show the film, mm-hmm. so might might as well <laughs> put them out yeah, there. As long- you don't need a whole lot of staff to to run the 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 drive through drive in. Drive in, yeah. So I mean, as long as you make enough to pay for your staff, anything else is gravy. So yeah, you might as well. Yeah, uh, let's see here. This week, it's the Holiday Auto Theater. I was just trying to see real quick. Um, sorry, just looking here. Oh yeah. So tonight it was The Exorcist, The Wolfman, the original, and The Night of the Living Dead. Um, and then, let's see, um, Thursday, October 29th, is The Fog, the original one, and Videodrome. Um, and then this is a good one on Friday, October 30th, before Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, the original, Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, and then Freddy vs. Jason. So, um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, a Freddy adjacent and a Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. Oh God! On Halloween, they're showing Halloween three. No, no one should ever see season of the witch. No, stop it. Stop it right now. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, anybody got top five music? Nope. Oh, okay. Top five. Uh, Jeff, what's our top five this week? It's our top five favorite shows or movies that we have watched since the pandemic started. Okay. Uh, Jeff, why don't you go first? What's your number five? Uh, I don't know if my list is necessarily my favorite. It's probably just the stuff I've watched okay. a lot of or whatnot. That's fine. Uh, let me see. Uh, my number five is baseball. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one, Jeff. <laughs> it, it was, you- Yeah. Are you currently watching baseball? I'm not currently watching it, no. I'm recording this. I know the World Series is going on, and I'm not watching it. But uh... Well, for, for our, our 
uh, listeners, uh, since where they normally picks up on Tuesday, mm-hmm. I just want to let them know uh, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Rays for winning the World Series. By the time you listen <laughs> to this, they'll be champs. I hope okay, so. sweet. Hell of a game last That's night. A, ah, nice finish to that game last night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jim, what's your number five? My number five, I am going to go with something I've watched a lot of during this uh, uh, COVID and this uh, quarantine period, and that is going to be uh, like reality television contest and shit. Like MasterChef, Hell's Kitchen, Big Brother, uh, another like Below Deck, Below Deck Mediterranean, and the one I watched the most of is everybody's favorite piece of shit MTV show, The Challenge. So because there all these trash other, again, reality shows. Again, for one thing, again we got CBS All Access, we've got a couple other streaming services where you can find almost every episode of these things on. <laughs> So I've watched probably of these like seven shows, I've probably watched seventy seasons. <laughs> Gee, <laughs> wow! You know what, Jim? I'll go with my number five. That's very similar to that, uh, and I, I've enjoyed it too. Ridiculousness. <laughs> I think I've seen like they have seventeen seasons. I think half seasons, but uh, that's my number five. It's a really enjoyable. You, uh, okay. Okay, you watch Ridiculousness, but then you make fun of TikTok, and that all it is are those guys showing TikToks. I don't make fun of TikTok. I don't know what TikTok is. <laughs> so I can't make fun. Well, I could make fun of it, but I don't know what it is. I make fun of TikTok. What are you, is Ridiculousness? <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know what this show is. Ridiculousness? It's on MTV. It's uh, Rob Diedrich, and Steel. all he does is play videos of people. It's, it's pretty much uh, home videos. It's some videos of drunk stupid. people. Yeah. They're not even like skaters wiping out, yes. people not shot themselves. Yeah. I, it, it's it's like America's funniest home videos and Jackass had a baby. Yep. Yes. But you know what? It makes me, no, I don't know. I, I've enjoyed makes it. Makes you because glad you're not those people? Not only that, but it, I can turn it on and not have to think. for like, you know. And it's nice to have on in the background when I'm working from home. So I, I've I've enjoyed it. Again, I, I watch shitty shows, so I shouldn't I shouldn't judge. But you can. how can you have it on the background, not get distracted when you have uh, uh, that Chanel woman, whatever oh. her name is, laugh in the background? That is so annoying and disruptive. Chanel West Coast, go ahead, give me a laugh, Jim. What does Chanel sound like? <laughs> it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Uh, Brian, what's your number five? Uh, my number five, staying in the reality world, uh, was Forged in Fire. Ah, that's my number four. Ah. I, I watched uh, all six seasons on Hulu. Then the History Channel. Yes. Okay. I'm waiting I- for season seven to to come out. Yeah, I didn't put it on there because I knew you guys were probably going to talk about it, and I've seen <laughs> most of the seasons before it was even. Before, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did watch a lot, especially earlier in the when I suppose season seven was being aired on History Channel. Every week we would record a new Forged in Fire and would watch that. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what's your number four? Uh, my number four, I hobied it. 
Uh, it is wireless and the stranger on Quibi. I don't know the shows. I have no input. Well, yeah, none of us have seen those. Well, I did, it, the top five was my favorite shows that I've watched since yeah. quarantine. Well, I didn't know yeah. if you were going to say what the shows were or were about. I already, I mean, I, I already have when I when I watched the shows and I talked about them on the podcast. Okay. So Wireless is about a young gentleman who gets stranded and uses his wireless device to help him get found. Okay. And it, it, it's filmed, and you can watch it in all different ways. So if you oh. watch it horizontally, you're seeing the video, like the actual footage that they filmed. Or if you watch it horizontally, you're watching the text message. Like you're watching the screen of his phone because he it, like the whole movie he's like communicating to people on his phone so you can either you can i've watched it both ways so you can watch every episode just from the phone perspective or from the actual show perspective that's actually pretty uh pretty cool it was i i yeah it was it was really well done i'm sure uh, i really enjoyed it i'm sure that was a meg whitman idea too can we do this about? Megwin doesn't even know how to text. <laughs> and then the stranger is the uh, Lyft Uber type driver who oh, gets right. kidnapped and chased and. Did you all that shit. finish so. the Fugitive? Fugitive, yeah. I mean, was that was good? another. I loved it. Okay. Uh, I, they're legitimately. I mean, I know where I'll get made fun of, but. Legitimately, I've watched probably seven or eight of the shows that they've put out, and they've all been really good. The, the commercials I have seen, no, can, uh, all can aside, I actually did like some of them. I told you that. I think the Stranger one I was interested in. Um, there was another one, too, that I was interested in. Um, um, and Reno 911 looked funny. because it's Reno 911 was, yeah. was really well done. The Fugitive was great. Um the Stranger Wireless. Um, what was the one with Wolf, Grant? Uh, Die Hard. Okay. Was uh, was the one with uh, Kevin Hart and John Travolta, and then the one with Will Forte and Caitlin Olsen was called Flip, or Flipped, where they were uh, like reality TV house flippers. That was like one of the first shows that when when they came out mm. uh, that they dropped, um, and it was one of the shows that they they got nominated for an Emmy for. So, see, see Jim, I wasn't making fun of it that time, so suck it. I didn't charge you. I didn't. I didn't charge you a dollar. Dollar comes out that time. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry, Brian. Were you done? Yeah. Okay. Uh, number four for me was Jurassic Park, colon, Camp Cretaceous. Uh, it's a cartoon on, um, Netflix. Uh, they dropped eight episodes and, uh, my kid, my daughter really loved it. Um, but it was about teenagers. It's a cartoon, uh, teenagers that are at the park in their, their open up Camp Cretaceous, which is for kids, like the kids version of the Jurassic World Park, uh, that you saw Chris Pratt in, in the first one. 
Uh, and basically, it it overlaps the time period when the um, Chris Pratt's movie, when the dinosaurs started getting out. And they were basically, you know, trying to survive. It was good. Um, people were like, oh, you can't make a cartoon in Jurassic World because nobody's going to get eaten. No, but the way they did it, um, there was death in it a little bit, not much. But there was enough, and it was really well done. My six-year-old daughter loved it, and her and I wa- have watched it twice, the series. And uh, I was very pleasantly surprised by it. Um, so, yeah, um, Camp Cretaceous on Netflix. If you have uh, young ones, it just came out uh, maybe a month ago. So uh, that was my number four. Uh, Jim. You have young ones. You can still watch it. I enjoyed it. I really did think it was fun. Um, I mean, is it really only good to watch if you're watching it with a young child? No. Or I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I would watch it without it, because I love Jurassic World anyways. So, What if you hate Jurassic World? Shut up, Jeff. Jim, what's your number four? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if it's better than the uh, crappy movie. My number four is one that I, I watched part of it and fell asleep, and then woke up, and then watched kind of the end of it. No. And then I watched it again, all from start to finish, and we've talked about it. It's not a great movie, but it's Hubie Halloween. <laughs> that was an honorable mention for me. I'm glad Jim finished it so he could at least put it on the top five. <laughs> I saw the first yeah. half. <laughs> so, uh, number four for you, or four for you, Jeff. Four for me was Fortune Fire. Okay, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Guy's Grocery Games. It's a fun game. It, it's on all the time, mm-hmm. so it's easy to watch. Just flip on the Food Network at pretty much any time this summer, and Guy's Grocery Games was on. And it's, you know, fun cooking competition hosted by the – I don't try to be nice here but because I'm not a huge fan of Guy Fieri, but – the show is fun. Did you see that he was doing a diners, drive-ins, and dives um, from his house? Uh, basically, he was getting uh, was it diners, drive-ins, and dives, or something? I thought it was like he was getting cooks from uh, ones that he visited, and basically they were sending him recipes, and him and his sons were making them outside, and then he would I pick did, which one was the best. I did not see that. No, that's a fun show. That that was kind of cool to see because the cook- they did a poor job of advertising that, considering Guy was on, <laughs> you know, yeah, all the, the time. Other one, the other one he did, he did the uh, uh, Guy's Grocery Games thing, but he sent the boxes of food to the uh, chefs, and they had to cook from their house. Oh, I don't know. I, I forgot how they did the tasting part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of groceries, did you see Supermarket Sweep came out last week, last Sunday? With uh, I saw Jones? it was coming out, but I didn't it was enjoyable. Watch it. it was fun. Uh, they they made you know a little nod to the the original, so I, my kids liked it and I liked it enough. My wife did the too. original from the fifties original eighties. My bad. The or second, the nineties nineties. Sorry. <laughs> You know what, Jeff? Shut up. I I almost missed you, Brian. I well, missed you more. This is like the more. fourth time that they've done this show so like every couple every decade they do it again or something jim what's your number three my number three i am going to go with the new mutants oh a theater one a theatrical one got to get i got to get out to the theater i got to watch it in there 
And uh, just I'm glad I got the experience to get back to the theater and watch something. And I highly enjoyed the movie. So, uh, my number three was one that I did a review for for nerdly.co.uk. Uh, was Guns Akimbo. Um, it's uh, the one we were talking about with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. He had the guns bolted to his hands because he pissed off uh, some. He was being a troll on the line on internet uh, in the future on this basically like a kind of a running man type show. And uh, they put guns, uh, nailed it to his hands, and he had to get out of it. So um, it was enjoyable. Really liked it. It's on Amazon Prime uh, if you have that for free. And I uh, really enjoyed the show, the movie. Uh, Brian, what's your number three? Uh, my number three was... Uh, actually, just watched it last night. Uh, and it's brand new to Netflix. The Trial of the Chicago 7. Heard, ah! Heard that was really damn yeah, good. it came out last week, too. I, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet, but it was... I looked Unbelievable. at it. Unbelievable. What? And Very, that's done by, uh, what's his name? Aaron uh, Sorkin. Sorkin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is yeah. that the one Sasha Baron Cohen, Cohen right? You said Eddie Redmayne. Yep. Yep. Uh, you mean Borat? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is I I asked uh, the question I put out last night. Which which movie is he going to win more awards for? That one or Borat two? <laughs> he'll probably win awards for both. Is Rudy Giuliani going to win any awards? I think he should. That was great acting. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He was tucking the shirt in, Jeff. He was laying on the bed tucking his shirt in. <laughs> I believed it. Sure. It was a believable shirt tuck. Sure, sure. Uh, Brian, what's your number two? Uh, number two uh, was Becky. Oh, is that the Kevin, Kevin James, James one? James. Kevin yeah. James oh, movie. Yeah. I can't yeah. see that. But it's, it's, it's still not free on streaming. You have to pay... Two ninety nine to rent it. Yeah, I think it's it's like two ninety nine on Amazon right now. Yeah. That's actually not too so bad. That, I looked at that last week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fantasy Island still seventeen ninety nine. Ow! <laughs> I rather watch Becky. Come on. <laughs> uh, let's see. My number two. Uh, I actually watched this one. What is today? Sunday. Uh, last night. Uh, wife and I watched yesterday. Uh, about the world where the Beatles did not exist. And I'm not a Beatles fan, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I was like, man, if I actually knew half these references that they were talking about, I'm sure I would really love this film. <laughs> you would have liked it a lot more if you knew what they were talking about. Yeah, yes. basically there's a solar flare, and um, the singer, this wannabe singer, um, is the only one that remembers the Beatles. and Or so you well, think. He gets hit by the car and yeah, yeah and he at the him. same time. Yeah. Did you guys see it? Oh, we saw oh, the theater. theater. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know if anybody saw it. I really enjoyed that film. Uh, I, oh, I, I thought it was, it was really good. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a lot different than I expected. Um, I don't know what Ed Sheeran is great. What's that? Ed Sheeran was great in it. Oh, he was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it, it, a dude. <laughs> a dude. Uh, I just like how everybody's like. So what's this? What's this song about? It's got to have a good story. It's about my friend's kid. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, what's this one about? Uh, a road that was on, and uh, <laughs> he never because he didn't write them. He just 
recited them. But uh, I then he, he has to make the trip so yes. he can actually say he has some inspiration from these places. And I loved his uh, roadie in it, Rocky, the guy that played Rocky. I thought he oh, was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> He was he was great, but no, I really liked it a lot. Um, but yeah, my wife and I both watched that the other night, so uh, that's my number two. Uh, Jim, what's your number two? My number two, it's another one that came out uh, before the pandemic, but I finally got around to watching it. Uh, it's uh, uh, Peanut Butter Falcon with uh, oh, like to see Shia that. LaBeouf, mm-hmm. and it was Zach Gostigan. Zach, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, uh, the woman in it. What's that? Who's the woman in the movie? Oh, that was the actress. Oh, I was trying to remember her name. Let me look that up real quick. My wife saw that movie and she said she she didn't know if she liked it or not. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. Dakota Johnson. Uh, Dakota Johnson. Yeah. Dakota Johnson. Okay. Uh, Jeff, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is the CBS All Access show, The Good Fight. Ah, it's a, it's a continuation of The Good Wife that was on CBS for however many years that was, and then when CBS All Access started, it was one of the first shows they had, and it's been on for about three seasons, I think. And uh, when you know the whole uh, shutdown started, we decided to get. CBS All Access and watch that because we just watched watched The Good Wife all the way through and now we decided to watch The Good Fight so we watched three seasons of The the Good Fight at least early in the uh, did you, during our, our lockdown did you, since you have CBS uh, All Access do you watch uh, Twilight Zone? nope I haven't watched a single episode of it uh, is there any other originals that you like on that series on that streaming service? Uh, did you watch Star Trek Discovery? Things I've watched, but I don't remember. Okay, no, I haven't watched any Star Trek. That was that was on my list last week. If you would have listened to last week's show, you would have known that uh, the Star Trek uh, shows on CBS All Access are things that are in my queue that I want to watch, but I haven't watched yet. Uh, I'm uh, not hoping, but if, I'm guessing if we do go in uh, lockdown again. Uh, my goal is, I was telling my wife that, you know, we're going to get a CBS All Access for a couple of weeks, at least a month, just to see if we like it. And because I want to watch the Twilight Zone series a lot. So I was just wondering on that. There uh, is a really good show on CB, CBS All Access that I really liked. It was called One Dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a post-recession America, and it's like a small Pittsburgh town. It's kind of like a murder mystery. It was really good. It was only one season, but I liked it. One dollar? One dollar. Put that in my queue, too. Uh, Jeff, what's your number one? Uh, My number one is the uh, YouTube show, the uh, Movie Trivia Schmodown. They've been having tournaments all summer long uh, for their... You know, they go one on one with their trivia and they kind of do like the little wrestling thing where they got factions and they all hate each other. And so that you get a little bit of that goofiness and then they go head to head, uh, play trivia. And they had like their 
their inner geekdom tournament uh, earlier in the summer when that's all like uh, comic book movies and superhero movies and Harry Potter, like the things that have like geek followings. And then they had their, they just finished their singles tournament and the, uh, and they're getting ready to start their tag team tournament. So it's, it's movie trivia with a wrestling flair to it. Gotcha. Uh, Jim, what's your number one? My number one was probably the best thing that was made and released during the uh, quarantine. And that would be the Animaniacs promo. Oh, the, <laughs> the Jurassic Park Animaniacs promo. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. It just absolutely, and I am so excited to watch it. And you even have Pinky in the Brain? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pinky in the Brain. I'm excited for that. That's a good one. Uh, my number one is uh, The Boys Season 2. Uh, I really enjoyed that second season. And um, maybe because it was something new that was coming back that you know I was excited about seeing again. Um, kind of like The Mandalorian and that. But uh, I really enjoyed the second season of The Boys. And um, the more I, like, I get farther away from seeing it, or watch after watching it, the more I really think back, go, man, that was a really fun season. So um, that's my number one. Brian, what's your number one? Uh, number one was Cobra Kai. Oh, I didn't even think of that one. That's a good one. I had that. I had that as an honorable mention because I thought somebody else was going to say it. <laughs> yeah, I, I had Cobra Kai as an honorable mention. I had the boys as an honorable mention. I had Umbrella Academy as an honorable mention. Uh, did you have any honorable mentions, Brian? Uh, I had uh, Hubie Halloween as well, um, The Boys as well, and then um, we watched AP Bio on oh, Peacock. Yeah. We watched like we binged all three seasons of that. Uh, very, very well done. Su- surprised I didn't stick on NBC, but. My wife and I couldn't get into that. We saw the first season, and we just couldn't get into it for some reason. And I liked yeah. the people involved. Yeah, uh, it, it was really well done. I liked the. I just liked the the kids more than uh, Glenn Howerton. To mm-hmm. me, were 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 really good, and Patton Oswalt's really good in it. Yeah. And Utopia, we just finished that as well on Amazon. Oh, for a second it I thought you is... said Zootopia. <laughs> No, <laughs> Utopia. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I highly recommend it, but it is, like I said last week, it is super fucked up. But very, very well done and very on the nose for Where we're our at. current climate. Uh, Jimmy, honorable mentions? I had uh, Perry Mason on uh, HBO, on HBO oh. and Doom Patrol on HBO Max. I thought, you, I thought you meant Perry Mason, like the old early or the Andy Griffith ones. <laughs> Not Andy Griffith. No. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I had The Office just because I really enjoyed having that on. Uh, just because you turn on Comedy Central at any time of the day and The Office is on. I've been uh, going back and watching them all. It's uh, good. Uh, Brock Meyer. Really enjoy Brock Meyer. And um, Ozark. Uh, was on there because I really have liked Ozark. 
I would have probably had it in my top five, but we haven't finished, like, been caught up yet completely, so I don't want to say it yet, but uh, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, I don't think I put Ozark on it because I watched most of it before the pandemic. Oh, okay. We just started during. And then uh, my unmentionable, unhonorable mentionable is Playing With Fire, John Cena. Oh, about the the storm, the fire jumpers. Oh my God, that was god awful. My wife rented it. Well, picked it up at the library um, for a movie night this week. Oh, <laughs> my wife afterwards said we're going to need to watch a real film after this after the kids go to bed because I can't I can't go to sleep after watching Playing with Fire. It was bad. It was horrible. It was like a Disney, like a Nickelodeon movie put in theaters and oh god it was bad it was so bad i wanted to cut my eyes out after that so yeah do not rent playing with fire so i will not Thank uh, you. we talked about the question claim claim uh we will be putting it out on twitter too the question is what top five pick did both brian and jeff have in their list so there you go. Ooh. I know the answer. No, you can't. You can't. Uh, so there uh. you go. Um, <laughs> so if you let me know, you tweet us, you get a claim, and I will send it over to you. So there you go. Thanks for uh, Dev. And for if, you tweet a, if you tweet a cool gif as your tweet, you get, like, bonus points. Oh, you know what? I'll, send, I'll find something to send in. I got some. I got maybe a Funko Pop. I don't know. We got tons of stuff. Um, so there you go. Uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, number 1501. Uh, having two 65-year-olds try to get the teenage demographics in a streaming service. I'm going to say that. <laughs> uh, there you go. See, I didn't even put, I didn't even put it as Quibi, Je- Brian. I was being nice. See that? I wasn't even going to say Quibi was a bad one. That's 1502. Uh, but 1501 is Jeffrey Kassenberg and Meg Whitman, 60-year-old people trying to get the teenage demographic. Look at that. You're being facetious, and I don't appreciate it. I, I am not. He I couldn't am. even say the word facetious. Facetious. See? <laughs> Anybody? Okay, Jason, I just won. <laughs> I won. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. I just I just tweeted. I just won. (laughs) Damn it, Jim, you're ruining everything. He didn't. It wasn't right. What? What do you mean it wasn't right? Showgirls is not the answer. (laughs) Showgirls. Uh (laughs) I did miss you guys last week. I will say, like, the podcast has been like a mental relief for me, like, every week. And when I don't miss a week, it's not great. I mean, when I miss a week, it's not great. So, uh, anyway, so thanks for that. Yeah, it's not great mentally for us when you don't miss a week either. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to be sincere. It's trying to be sweet. You know what, Brian? It hurt my feelings. You know? That hurts. No, it didn't. That hurts. Maybe it did. Maybe. Anyways, titles for the show. Brian, what do you got? Um, damn it, Jim. Um, let's make fun of Quibi and Brian for liking it. <laughs> um, 
I like let's just make fun of Quibi. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't really. That's how actually all I wrote down. No, Josh Gant has no butthole. <gasps> I can't. I mean, I'm going to always keep saying it, but I'm going to take a break from it because we can't have it. <laughs> this is why we can't Plus, have nice watched, things. I just watched Josh Gad in the internship, so. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel like that would be uh, worthy of mentioning this week. He had a butthole in the internship. He did. Yeah, yeah okay. he did. Did you see it? Uh, I did. They didn't show it in the on like on the uh, Comedy Central cut. Okay. And you gotta you gotta buy it on Blu-ray to get the extended version. <laughs> the director's cut. The director's cut. <laughs> uh, Jeff, any titles? I had Jason's ass groove. Uh, I have terrible. I had terrible ass groove. Uh, I have Russia hacked my poll. <laughs> Uh, I was looking forward to this all week, and I was trying to be sincere. <laughs> I got bee's knees. That's all I wrote down I, because I thought that was a I, really good one. Bee's knees. <laughs> I had the bee's knees, terrible ass groove, and you better be wearing pants. <laughs> uh, anything? I, I like let's make fun of Quibi. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> no. Oh, I don't think we should be putting Quibi in the title. We that's might get true. In trouble. <laughs> because every time you say it, you're going to owe a dollar to charity. Good call. Uh, every time you retweet it, you owe a dollar to charity. I like Bee's Knees. <laughs> bee's Knees? <laughs> you would like Bee's Knees. It was stupid. What was bees another knees one? Was stupid. Well, uh, give me another one. Uh, Jason's ass groove or terrible ass groove. No, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> I tried to be sincere. Josh Gad's butthole. <laughs> Russia hacked my poll. P O L L, not P O L E. Change approved. Oh, okay. <laughs> or we can do. I try to be sincere. Or bees knees. You, t- your choice, Jeff. You get to pick. You did the recording last week, so as honor, I vote against bees knees. Okay. I don't care what else? I just can't can't put bees knees out there. I mean, we're not trying to appeal to the over 85 demographic. We're not running Quibi. You know what? We're not looking for the people that run Quibi to listen. (laughs) You know what? All seven of them. Uh, Since, uh, damn it, that's a dollar. Damn it. (laughs) Damn it. Well, since, you know what? I try to be sincere. So, you know what? That's what I'm going with. Fuck you all. Done. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Listen to a hobby.